Hello anyone, my name is Daniel and this is the Mostly Media Podcast. In this podcast that has no real upload schedule or no real target audience, I will unapologetically share my unsolicited opinions on different types of media, whether books, series, movies, all things entertainment, and sometimes I'll just hop on to talk about anything that's on my mind. Welcome and I hope you'll enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is about Encanto. <sighs> this movie really suffered from overhype in my opinion. Before you get angry because I know you girls like to tussle. I don't mean I hated it or that I think it was bad. I was just left um, a bit underwhelmed after I watched it. People were talking about how it changed their lives, how it changed their perspective forever how they cried so much that i was really expecting something extraordinary and groundbreaking but i should have remembered that it is in fact disney and it is in fact a kids movie and i'm 18 i just wasn't the target audience and that's okay like i should have managed my expectations a lot better like it's on me i completely accept that i really do wish that i liked it more or I had enjoyed it more on my first watch. I watched it over a month ago and I still have not gone back to watch it again. Um, I don't know. I have no real desire to either. I don't know. But let's get into my thoughts on the movie. Let me talk about the things that I dislike first so that we can finish on positive stuff. So first, conflict gets resolved way too easily or way too quickly and that it just ends up being a bit anticlimactic like all of my criticism for the movie comes from the place where I'm an 18 year old and the target audience is not 18 year olds I'm gonna sit down and be expecting more from a movie I'm gonna be sitting down and being disappointed by certain things when kids aren't even going to notice it so I completely acknowledge that, but I can still point out the things anyway, can't I? So yeah, so yeah, the conflict. We have many examples of the conflict being resolved in a split second. Way too many examples. I'll name three. So there is Isabella versus Mirabel. Why? <laughs> Mirabel goes to Isabella to get a hug. You, the whole part before the mole the whole part of what am i saying the whole movie before this part happens isabella absolutely hates mirabel and they just sing one song together and she's like i completely changed my ways and i love you so much now you're my best friend like that don't make no sense to me that doesn't make any sense after one song no <laughs> i was very shocked when that happened and i think that's i think that's the first part of the movie when i realized yo this is not for me because that didn't make any sense after one song no 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 it doesn't make any sense sorry then the second conflict mirabel versus abuela versus the entire family abuela was the biggest villain in the movie for literally the 
entire movie more than three quarter of the movie and then at the end when mirabel shouts at her when all the stuff goes to not her her house falls down and everything she just apologizes to no she she reflects on her own sees the error of her ways and then goes to mirabel to apologize no no not only is it not realistic but it's just way too quick it's just way too quick i hate that they didn't really have any type okay they did have a heart to heart but that was after she saw her ways and then mirabel did shout at her which she very much so deserved but i wish they had like a conversation where she was getting it because i don't feel like when mirabel shouted at her she got it she didn't actually so she she reflected and it clicked with her off screen but we didn't don't see that change or that epiphany moment which is kind of a bummer you know and then the bruno versus everybody else there's a whole song about how we don't talk about bruno there's a whole song about it and they're fine after they've done all of that what's it called trying to erase him from the family history isolating him and everything like that there's no tension or anything i i mean they they left it to the last part of the movie they had to finish it up quickly so i get it i get it you know i get it but it was just a, dis- a bit disappointing how those things it, it was as if it was a light switch it just went it was bad one um one second and then good the next i didn't like that i didn't like it i have to be completely honest next point that's all bruno did like i thought it was going to be something bad <laughs> i thought it was going to be something really bad and the the thought that came to my mind was obviously not what they were going to do in a Disney movie. So I, that wasn't where I was measuring my expectations for. But I didn't think that the whole reason he's being isolated, like not isolated, but outcasted or set aside is because he had, what's that thing called? He had visions and prophecies like that doesn't make any sense to me and you're telling me these grown adults these grown adults don't understand or don't realize or are incapable of realizing that bruno is not the person that's making these things happen the whole um we don't talk about bruno song they were blaming him for the things that happened obviously if he can see into the future he's gonna tell you the things that happened before they happen so he's not the one that's making them happen how are you a grown adult and you don't understand that? That they had to do that for the conflict to even make sense because they wouldn't have made him feel as if he had needed to run away if they had two brain cells. But a kid or you know maybe I'm giving kids too little credit. I know for one that I wouldn't have thought about that at even 10 years old. I wouldn't have like done the extra thinking. So it would have went straight over my head, you know? And my last point, and the one that I'm actually the most passionate about, is the fact that they should have done or used Louisa's story more. That was my favorite storyline in the entire story, and they, 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 it was not, not, it was, it wasn't even so prominent in the beginning, 
but it was definitely used a lot more in the beginning and once the bruno storyline came into play they just dropped it to the side basically i would have at least liked to see them tie up the end um tie up the strings at the end with them apologizing to her showing how grateful they are to her for all the things that they, she's done for the family ever since she got her gift them promising to um share the load more and stuff like that they could have done that at the end even if they took out like a chunk of her story or didn't show a chunk of her story i, I would have at least liked that or maybe it happened and i missed it but i don't remember that i love her story like it's something i relate to a lot um feeling the pressure and even from the even way before they started to show her having any signs of um stress and anxiety i was like they're making this girl to do, do too many things why is she doing carrying every load like i was straight up thinking that so if it was so obvious to me i don't think i'm the most insightful person you know so if it was so obvious to me that that is what they were hinting towards even without showing that she was struggling with it then i feel like they should have done her the courtesy of being more a part of the ending of the show you know i think the show really suffers from having too many main characters i don't remember which video this was to be completely honest but i watched a video about like basic character like templates i guess in shows and how there's usually the different people that fit up the diff like make up the different stereotypes and it's not good for you to have more than five or six main characters or else it becomes too hard i guess for the viewers to pay attention or get everything that they need and it's also harder on the writers to make sure that they flesh out all of the characters well and develop their storylines i understand in encanto not every person can be a main character so not everybody's gonna have an in-depth storyline with story arcs and stuff like that i'm not pressing it for that at all but i do think introducing us to that many people of the family was was a lot but it is very realistic in the size of the family so i cannot even fault them for that i i won't but they definitely didn't do the best job in sticking to different storylines for the entire movie at least next thing this is just a quick question how did abuela and abuelo have a white red-headed child make it make sense make it make sense make it make sense because yes white latinos do exist but how did abuelo and abuela give birth to a white kid i don't get it red-headed at that i'm pretty sure red-headed has one of the smallest natural like, percentages in the world so how mm. <laughs> no i didn't i didn't have i don't think i've said anything i've definitely um complained to encanto about encanto to people but i've never brought up this point before because i i didn't even want to say anything but I, it's just pressing on my heart too much i had to say something you know <laughs> so yeah that's enough of the negative things on to the positive things 
we don't talk about Bruno and surface pressure. <laughs> Who's Bruno? <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno and surface pressure. Best songs on the show. Love it. If I I if I said I didn't like a song, it probably would be the Madrigal song at the beginning. It's just so much. It's just so much. It's kind of overwhelming, at least for me, because I get overwhelmed really easily. And it was just in the beginning of the song. I was kind of like, whoa, slow down. I cannot keep up. But it would only be for that reason. I do think it's a cute song. But we don't talk about Bruno and surface pressure. Hits different. Especially surface pressure, as I said. Something I relate to. I, I feel the emotions every single time. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Next thing that I think is a positive. Intergenerational trauma. Well, that's not a good thing. But the way they portray it. And still wanting good relationships with their relatives. It is something that is so common. People don't even get it. You know, the the way how they represented, portrayed, depicted intergenerational trauma, I feel like, was really, really good. The How it passed on from what Abuela experienced onto that pressure that she continues to place on her children and her grandchildren to use their gifts to the best of their ability to be the perfect little child to the part where she outcasts her own grandchild because she wasn't given a gift for some reason yeah that i feel like it was so well done and it, it portrayed this old bitter lady so well and the way how she gaslighted her own grandchild i know you want to save face for the the village to make it seem like everything is good i don't think she should have shouted that out while everybody was there but then again her house was collapsing in her head not in her head because it did happen but her house was collapsing so obviously she would be in a panic and she would end up shouting it out but abuela could have at least brought her aside in the end or after that happened and be like try to calm her down you know even if she's not going to tell her the secret, I understand why she wouldn't want to tell her that the house is in danger and the miracle is in danger. I understand why she wouldn't. But I think she should have at least brought her aside and be like, try to try to do something. I don't even know what. Try to do something. After embarrassing, embarrassing her in front of the entire village, the least she could have done was act like a human being. You know? And then the next thing, the next point of this point... The still wanting good relationships with your relatives. It's very, very common. It's very realistic. Being hurt by somebody because of intergenerational trauma or just trauma that that person brought onto you and then not knowing how to pull away or wanting to be accepted by them or wanting things to be better in the end and not just turning your back on them and walking away. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't even want to go into it. But I, it did a good job of that because, even though Mirabel could definitely see that she picked up that her grandmother did not view her like she viewed the rest of her kids, she was still doing a lot to try and gain her favor and stuff like that. So, I think it was well done. Lastly, representation. Obviously, it was all over the place. It was really good. Disney animated originals look back at them they're extremely white 
I don't I I literally trying to think of ones where black people were even in the background like I I whoa it's not coming to mind so seeing all um ugh, what am I saying so seeing Afro Latinos Hispanic people being represented in such a beautiful way well it's not the most beautiful way you know i.e. generational trauma but they are still portrayed as good people you know i think that's good not all representation is good representation but i did i think this one did a fairly good job oh and i didn't mention this before but something they should have done they should have showed though that the people driving them out were white it genuinely upsets me that they did not show that genuinely upset because you're you're trying to save face now show the people on the horse show the people that burn down their house is it burn down that they burn down their house i don't remember if that's what they did show the people that run them out of them house show it i'm shouting too loud because the 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 voice thing that this is showing is going out of range i hope i didn't just mess up my mic because of that but Yes, that's more or less what I have to say about Encanto. There is, have been more things that I've argued about, but to be honest, as I said, it's been a month since I've watched it. And, you know, not every single point is fresh in my mind. I said I was going to watch it over to make the outline for this video. This is not a video, <laughs> but the outline of this episode. But I couldn't bring myself to do it. I just didn't want to, you know. So overall, I would rate this like a 3 out of 5. It really wasn't bad. And I feel like I'd even like it more on my second watch. Knowing what's going to happen. Not having the expectation being built up and then dropped. Not being like, this is going to blow my mind as a, as a show. And change how I view Disney Channel movies. But like, like I was expecting a non-disney channel movie-esque movie from a disney channel disney channel like i should not have done that and i think that's what really messed it up for me so i think i should watch it over i just don't feel like doing it maybe i'll do it in the very far future so yeah that's literally everything i have to say bye i hope you have a really good day <laughs>